Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gardening Podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with the big bro, Andre Jalil, and my homeboy, Regular Joe. How y'all feeling tonight, man? How y'all feeling? Chilling, Paul. You know my style. I stay with it. Know what I mean? <laughs> you see the hat, for What's the problem? What's the problem? You see the hat, boy? You know who I'm repping. <laughs> Don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Joe, tell them what it is today. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I'm feeling good today. You know, uh, Knicks lost. Uh, I don't even know what the heck the final score was. 113 to 105. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, man, like, you know, they weren't playing for nothing. Pelicans had everything to play for as far as seating. But, I mean, the Knicks did what the Knicks do. They make your life hell. <laughs> no matter no matter who's playing, you know? And they made the Pelicans life hell tonight. Mm-hmm. So, didn't mean nothing to us, though. Win or lose. So, feel good. It feels good to not have anything to play for. Yeah, honestly. like, this this whole game, like, uh, I wanted to be upset. And I just couldn't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get there. Like, I, I'm watching it. They were going down. They went down by nine. Then they went down by 11. And then it's just like, damn. And it's like, ah, oh, I can't even be mad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I, it's, I, it's, it's not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you clearly got guys out there just trying to get rhythm and chemistry. Um, and that that's, you know, we clinched, we clinched our, our spot. And not even. And then we still Mitch. Mitch, Mitch wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Mitch like, wasn't there. Like, it's, come on. Like, that, that game. And then we bench a bunch of players. Yeah, like, it's. There's three guys. There's three guys that we really didn't play, and they're fighting for something. So, you know, um, tough loss. You know, we fought for it. And I feel like if we were at home, we would have won that game. I think they, they had the crowd on their side. Um, and that kind of, like, boosted them a little bit. And um, and then we had to play Evan Fournier. So, you know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've been in that building. I've been in that building. It's nice crowd. It's nice cute. Crowd. Cute crowd. Cute crap. Cute, cute little crowd. Got a little Cajun spice. They, they don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's crazy because I. It's so I'm there, right? And, and they played the Celtics, and they were down most of that game. Celtics were hitting a bunch mm-hmm. of threes like from everywhere, mm-hmm. and you know they were kind of making a little push. I think they got it within like eight or maybe even five. Actually, I think they got it within at one point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're chanting defense in there. And wifey looks at me and she goes, this don't sound like the Garden. I'm like, yeah, they don't they don't really chant defense with their chest here in, in, in Nola, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't they don't chant it with their chest. They don't they don't really mean it. It's different. It's definitely a lot different. Of course, New York, it's Madison Square Garden. You've been to a, Madison, a game in Madison Square Garden. It's nothing like any other arena I've been to. Um, here in Charlotte, I've been to the uh, the Spectrum Arena, I believe it is, and um, it's cute. You know what I'm saying? It's nice. It's whenever you whenever you play the Knicks, it's like there's nothing but Knicks fans there. Like you don't see any. Like you you see a few you see a few a lot, uh, of, lot of lot of transplants. Yeah, like you see a lot of you like it, like yourself. Of, right, you see a lot of me's there. A lot of guys that are from New York that you know just got their Knicks, you know, stuff in their in their closet. And that's the only time you're going to bring it all out. So um, it's, it's, it's always good. It's good to feel like, you know, you at home a little bit 
when you're not at home. And that's kind of disrespectful, but you know, it is what it is. It's just, you know, it's just how it is. Hey, it's, it's, it's not, I don't blame us. Yeah, you know what they say though. <laughs> don't 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 hate the play, hate the game. That's just how it is. You, you can't you can't be can't be mad at us. We ain't we ain't do that. That's just how it is. But anyway, let's get to this game. Um we lose to the Pelicans 113-105. Um I, can, can I say sloppy game? Uh, let's just uh let's just get some stats up yeah. here so we talk about it. Um so okay, RJ Barrett comes back today. I mean, clearly, rhythm was going to be an issue. We you, you knew that because RJ didn't really play for you know two two games. I feel like that's the reason why they playing him so he could get because he was out so long. They they just wanted to get his rhythm back. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I got some. That was really some things to say about that. Yeah, that that was that's pretty much it. Um, I think about uh, RJ. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um. What was he? Uh, Eleven for sixteen from from the two point, from, you know, from the two point uh, two point field goals and two point field goals and um, zero for nine from three. Um, just hoisting them up there. I don't care that he hoist them up there though. I didn't. I don't matter. It's just the old it's just, part, bro. You, <laughs> it's the old part. <laughs> like I am, I am nervous, bro. I am shook. Listen. Like, Bro, the playoffs are, are a week and a half away. If this guy can't hit an open three, I'm going to say it now, bro. Especially if Julius is not available, we are screwed, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not overreacting. It's one game. I, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm not, I'm not but it's not just one game, though, Cap. Like, he's been bad he's, from he, three for, he has. for an extended amount of time, bro. But he hasn't been over nine. And also, we're not going to be looking for RJ to shoot 10, almost 10 three-pointers a game. Yeah, I feel like he did that because it was a night, you know, it was a game that didn't matter. We're not, we're not, we're not. But at the same time, like, if you look at the makeup of this Pelicans team, like, they're number one in the NBA, field goal percentage at the rim. Like, we're going to have to hit some threes, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, RJ's going to have some looks. He's got to make them. I mean, he, he can't shoot the way he's been shooting the last month and a half, though. Right. He has to shoot better. Like, that's it just has to happen. Um, I'm not Let me see the top of the uh, stat, the stat line. I can't see who. I can't see what the. Oh, my bad. Pardon. Pardon. Yeah, there you go. That better be. Is that the last one? Is anybody under? Oh, Trevor. Over under? No, I was trying to see if anyone was under underneath Brock Miles. Yeah, Trevor kills, and he didn't play. Um, but yeah, RJ has to. He has to. The hell was that? He has to shoot better from three. Um, that's definitely something that uh is of concern. Still had twenty eight points. Still had twenty eight points. I mean, put up twenty five shots. But we but we know that he could score. Mm -hmm. It's just the open shots. That you're worried about. Yeah, like, bro, you're you want to talk about like the efficiency issues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally stems from the fact that one free throw shooting is still a thing in year four, right? But also, like, if he makes, I don't know, I, let's just say four out of nine. No, because you know what, four out of nine is a lot to ask from a guy who shoots thirty something percent for his career. Three out of nine, right? Mm-hmm. Like your whole stat line looks different. You got thirty-seven points on 
on what? How many shots? 25 shots? It looks completely different, bro. Right. Then, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yo, the, the three-point shooting's got to come along, yo. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. It can't be what it is. I know that you guys are saying he's still at 28, and, but I'm telling you, bro, this team that we're about to play is a load in the paint. We're not going to get these looks in the paint like we've been getting during the season. Fact. They're just not going to allow it. They haven't allowed it all year. Mm-hmm. They're number one, like I said, field goal percentage in the paint. And you know what really makes them scary is they're, they give up the least amount of three-pointers in the NBA. Like this Whoa. team is a this team's a lot, bro. And Nick fans who think that we're gonna go in because we beat them three one during the regular season and steamroll them in the first round, they're sadly mistaken. I think I think the reason why I'm not too concerned with RJ not hitting those th- open threes right this second is because I also know that if he's not hitting them open threes, he's not gonna be on the floor. Um <laughs> we have guys that are going to be out there if he's not hitting those shots. That's just it's, fair enough. You know what I mean? Quickly is going to be out there. Grimes will be out there. Like that's <laughs> coach is not going. He's not knocking down shots. Yeah, because you know, I, I agree with that. Coach that is true. Because just not dying on that island is what I'm saying. I do agree with that because you know he's going to have a quicker hook in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, don't oh, he yanking you? <laughs> Yeah, that's open three. Come here, come here. Exactly. Now, now, credit to RJ. I don't want to hound on him too much. We're talking about the. Nah, I'm not because I don't want to. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I agree. I'm not trying to beat up on the kid. He still like it's outside of the 28. He did miss nine, not all nine threes he took, but he still was productive. Otherwise, he still brings down seven rebounds and six assists. Some nice passes and one block, and didn't turn it over. And didn't turn the ball over. So he plays, a, and that's the thing. Our problem with RJ is the efficiency. It's not that he's a terrible player. I think we get caught up in seeing him miss these shots, and it's like, oh, he sucks. He's garbage. Like, all around, he's a decent 22-year-old player. Like, this guy's still putting up 28 points, seven rebounds, six assists, and took nine threes and didn't make one of them. So, I mean, granted... If Julius Randle and, uh, and uh, Jalen Brunson are here, we're not counting on RJ to do all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that he's able to do so, all right, cool. But if you can't hit the three, we got those guys. We got quickly. We got Grimes. We got, I mean, Hart's not going to take it all the time, but his, his shooting percentage is probably better than RJ's out there. Um, but there are times when RJ can get hot, and I do think RJ does have a level he can go to when he is – in the box in the corner where he can start knocking down shots and getting in his own. But like I said, if he's not, he won't be out there. And I'm fine with that. That's fair. Simple as that. <clears throat> That's for me. I'm glad that we actually have a team where we don't have to worry about RJ hitting threes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's not two years ago no more. So um so quickly. Quickly. Quickly tonight. Um he started out, well, he had 15 points in the first quarter and then um, pretty much disappeared until the end of the third. Yeah, he had a crazy little run at the, yeah. <laughs> the end of the third where I was like, I was thinking like, yo, he's about to go nuts in the second half. Didn't turn out that way, but it was looking like it was trending that way. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he, he went on a slump, couldn't make anything. Um, and then towards the end of the third, started knocking. I think I had, he was three for three. Uh, either, <clears throat> I think it was at the end of the third, towards the beginning of the fourth. And that's, you know, um, that's the thing about Quickly. He's a streaky shooter, but he's not going to stop shooting. <laughs> and that's what you, that's why you don't want him to stop shooting. That's why I've never wanted him to stop shooting every single time that he's gotten into these shooting slumps. It's like, nah, don't stop shooting the ball. Like, that's what we want you to do. You're going to go through times when you miss it. Um, his confidence is is uh, is is really what Ridiculous. I'm impressed with this year. It's like he's just, he's not worried about anything. Um, you think he's locked down six man? I think that it has, he has to. At this point, he has to. Like, I get it. Malcolm Brogdon playing well, but he's barely even their six man. If we're being real, their like, six man is really yeah, like Derek White. If we talking impact, bro, you you posted the numbers the other day. Mm. Like, if we're talking impact, it's quickly hundred yeah, percent. Like, absurd off on off numbers, absurd plus minus. Like this dude, it's. If you look at some of the numbers, right? If you look at some of the numbers, and I'm not saying that he is, but if you look at some of the numbers, he almost seems like the most important player on the team. No, seriously. It's like, not, some not, of the numbers are wild, bro. It's not even exaggeration. It's like anybody who is not in on like what the events that say about this guy, like when he's on the court versus when he's off the court, like mm-hmm. the Knicks are exponentially worse team. When this guy is not on the court. Look at this. <clears throat> plus minus this season. Manuel quickly. Plus 310. The Knicks team. Plus 253. <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. All right. <laughs> Emmanuel quickly. Plus That's ridiculous, bro. The Knicks bro, What team. do you think it is? Is it all the intangibles? It's everything. It's everything it's- about it. Yeah, and it is not just like, oh, well, quickly plays with the bench. and not. No, if you look at any lineup, right, that involves Emmanuel quickly, like literally any lineup that involves Emmanuel quickly is a better lineup than any other lineup the Knicks could put on the court. Can I it tell you what I like? Can I tell crazy, you what I like about bro. the Knicks team? Shout out to Knicks Muse, by the way. <clears throat> Can I tell you what I like about the Knicks team? <clears throat> One of the things I always like about the Golden State Warriors wasn't that they traded for a good team. Mm-hmm. They drafted a good team. Right. And that's what I feel about the Knicks. When you look at when you look at quickly and you look at Grimes, and you look at Mitchell Robinson, you look at Obi Toppin and like the potential they have and like this could really be a good team off of drafting good players. And that's what I like about the, the promising like like quickly. Mm-hmm. And you listen to what this coach what did he would he go Kentucky? Kentucky. Yep, yep. And it's just like what 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 coach what the coach said about him about if I would have realized how good he, he is, he actually is, and to see that come to fruition and how good quickly is. Because, you know, it was always about, about his three-point shot. He always had that and how he was good from the free throw. He was 100% from the free throw line, mm-hmm. even though it was only two free throws or whatever the case. But he always had pride in that. And I always said, you know, if you got pride in your defense or pride in whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's one of those things that, you know, it's uh, it makes your game good when you have pride on that. You, 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 you typically good at that thing. But I love this team that we actually have players that we didn't trade for, for us to have the picks that we have and so forth and so on. Oh, there you go. But uh, 
<laughs> yeah, man, I'm excited about to see quickly doing well, man. I, I just love the fact that we got some kid that wasn't supposed to be great. And it looks like this kid got the potential to really be special in this league. I like quickly, man. Yeah, he's, Sorry, he's figured it out. This, he's figured it out this year, man. It's about yeah. time, man, because, you know, I remember the conversations where we were even, like, is, is this guy a starting point guard? Like, I think. They were saying that, and I wasn't sure if that was yeah, like. And, and, I, yeah, I wasn't like, sure. Yeah, like, I mean, we, no one was. He wasn't showing us that he was. We seen, I, we seen at the end of last year mm-hmm. where it was, but again, it, it was kind of like in games that didn't count. But we seen like, wait a minute, there's something here, right? And it was just a matter of like, all right, well, yeah, you want to see him do it in games that mattered. And then he came in this year, got up to a slow start. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, it's the same old quickly. Guys, you know, is low efficiency. You know what I mean? And not the shooter that we thought that that we thought we were getting. And then, I don't know, man, some point during the season, I don't know exactly when it was, probably around like December. Like, he just took it to another level and looked like the guy who we seen at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. The thing about quickly to me is that he he has he he doesn't need to be he doesn't need outside motivation. And he's probably the hardest worker outside of Julius Randle on that team. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Jalen Brunson works pretty damn hard too. But quickly as a gym rat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when he was injured, they had to get him out of the gym. They had to keep him away because he couldn't stay away from being in the gym. Same thing, same thing with Quentin Grimes. Yeah, Grimes. Like, literally, they when he went when the, when the foot was hurt, they literally had to like <laughs> lock like, the gym. Like, here, bro, bro, you can't you can't you can't come back. <laughs> you yeah, can't come yeah. in here. Yeah. Like you need yeah. to stay off your foot, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's so crazy because those are the kind of guys that you you know you don't you don't just find those guys in the draft like you know what i mean it's hard to find guys that aren't looking to just be the best player on the team all the time you know what i mean like it's one thing to find talent in the draft it's another thing to find like you know prime example dennis smith jr it's easy to draft a guy like that in the draft you know it really is it really is very easy to draft a guy like that in the draft, and then you know you see how that turns out. You know he, he becomes a journeyman after a while because he's more about talent and being that guy, being the best. Yeah, player. like so when you watch that dude on, I mean, you go watch like his highlights at, at uh, South Carolina. That's where he went. I'm not. I forgot. It's been. I believe minute. it was South Carolina. I believe so. But you go back and. Oh no, it's lo- no, NC State. I'm NC State. NC State. Yes, because yeah. North Carolina boy. Duh. If you go watch, if you go watch his highlights, like he pops, right? Like it just jumps off the screen. Mm-hmm. Like a guy like quickly is a lot harder to see, mm-hmm. right? So with the it's Knicks out. scene, though, like the, the Knicks looked at a guy like, okay, he could shoot, right? He had very good spot up numbers, and he had a great free throw rate, right? He got to the line a lot, and those things typically translate to the NBA and those are kind of the things I think the Knicks scene but those are things that like you got to really dig deep and like you know and yeah and I don't think that John Calipari said that like when they were playing teams that like he would guard like the best perimeter play on the other team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and like early in his career, we kind of watched and we were like, oh, he's pretty good defensively. And then like last year, we were like, whoa, this kid really could play defense. Yeah. And right. then this year, we're like, whoa, like yeah. if this kid could be like maybe get some all defense like votes at some point in his career. Don't know if he ever makes a team, but it jumps out like the way he he had a he had a possession today where he like flew around and like guarded like three different people and then ended up with like a steal. Like and his value is not even so much on the ball. Like his value is like off ball, the way he just flies around. His rotations, he's always I won't say he's always on time, but like he's making the effort to be on time, like all the time. The the pilot's version of quick is gonna be so good. It really is. I think I think he's gonna be so and then, and this is the thing. Um, and you know, it's I think <laughs> bless you. Because I'm tired. Um, I think responsibility is a big thing when it comes to development. Um for example, let's say the roles are reversed. RJ Barrett has the opportunity to be the sixth man and work on his game the past few years the way quickly has without the responsibility of being the starter and the roles will reverse you know what i mean like then we're talking about quickly the same way we're talking about rj because of the responsibility of being the starter now i'm sure different games of course these guys have two totally different game styles quickly of course is the style that anyone wants but what i'm saying is is quickly had the opportunity even though we wanted him, of course, at this point, we want him to be a starter. He himself has wanted to be a starter for a long time. That's but, the scary part, though. I yeah. think that's what scares me moving forward. Why? Because of what his he he, he he believes that he's a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he said it. He's voiced that shit. Like, I mean, it's not like it's... It's, it's not, not a secret. It's not a, secret. a bad thing for a dude to it's, not it's, not, yeah, it's not a secret. Nah, but it concerns me because, like, he's not going to start here. He's not. He's not. So I mean, look, I guess. Look at Jordan. Like, Poole. So, but I, I I don't know Jordan Poole's situation. I never heard Jordan Poole say he wants to start. I know that quickly believes wholeheartedly that he's a starter. I think quickly. I'm worried about quickly wanting to go somewhere where he can start, and that place is not here. And if, if it's we're not winning, here, though, I think he's got. I think. Listen, this is my this is my honest opinion on quickly. I think quickly will resign here, go through his four, his however long his contract is after he resigns, and he'll deal with that after he's an unrestricted free agent. He strikes me as that kind of guy. He'll deal with he'll That's- deal with that when he's an unrestricted free agent because I think until things get too shaky, he's not the rock the boat kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I feel like he he would deal with especially if we're winning but my my only thing is my only pushback to that is and i know he's probably thinking it too is there's a clock right when you're an athlete and let's say he resigns like that means that his contract is not up until he's 27 28 like so his first shot at maybe being a starter somewhere doesn't come until he's pushing 30. I don't know how he feels about that. Only he knows how he feels about that. I mean, I think this is my thing also. There's a lot that happens in between. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now and a point like that, like, 
I think that opportunities arise <clears throat> in between like the contract or someone gets hurt or something like that, or RJ Barrett keeps playing bad, they may just replace him with quickly. No, nah, that, 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 well, that, that worries me too, though. That'll be a very small team, and we can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say that that worries me too because now you got a, a small backcourt. You got two smack. Yeah, you got real small. Everybody is small when it comes up, up up to the small forward. But yeah. even with that, with with, with him getting all, all these minutes when when um, Jalen Brunson was out, or I, you you're right. It is scary though. It is scary because he's like, if there's a team that comes up and they say. We want quickly. We got X amount of dollars, and you get to be a starter. He's gonna consider that. Yeah, but he's also under control. Like he really can't go anywhere if the Knicks don't want him to. You know right. what I mean? Right. And this is what I'm saying. He, he's no, he's he's on the rookie deal. He's on the rookie deal. He's we on a rookie deal, and, and he'll be and he'll he'll be a, and he'll be a he'll be a restricted free agent at the end of it. But who knows what somebody offers him, right? Like when's his deal? Up, yeah, because the Knicks can only pay him but so much, right? This is year three for quickly, so he's yeah. got next year, and then his contract is up. I think if anyone pays, I think that the Knicks will be willing to match whatever. You know why? Because I think he would only max out around twenty twenty five a year. Are you sure? No, actually, you know what? I think he can actually <laughs> make more than RJ. If I'm being real, with his production, I think he can make right. more than RJ. He right. probably can garner more than thirty a year. And if that's, that's what case, I'm saying, bro, if that's the case. I'm willing, if I'm a franchise to pay him that and then go in the market. And then I have multiple contracts that especially RJ's contract that I could trade for anyone. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm saying, point being with quickly, I like the fact that we have his bird rights. He's an unrestricted, he's a restricted free agent and he's happy. As long as Quickly's happy, one. As long as we're winning, two. I think he's fine. As long as you pay him, cool. He doesn't. Have, he's still playing starters minutes. He doesn't have to start. He is. He's he still is. playing starters minutes. He's still finishing games. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, I think Quickly's fine as long as he's paid. And I think he'll deal with that as long as he's happy here until the end of his contract. And I think he would even resign here as an unrestricted free agent if um things are going well and they can promise him that he can be a starter at that point you know he might be the starting two at that point you know yeah. you never know Jalen Brunson you never know he Jalen Brunson's older than quickly and by then what's that four five six years into the future you never know what's gonna happen with Brunson so um I think it would behoove the Knicks to make sure that if any anybody on this team out of all of the young guys that they have that Emmanuel quickly doesn't go anywhere. He has to be. Yo, bro. <laughs> yo, hold on. This shit got so crazy that we forgot about the game. Yo, you want to know why, though? Like, this game is weird. Like, what do you say about this game? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's more pressing issues at hand in this game. <laughs> and also, like, I just I forgot all about the chat until literally 30 seconds ago. Yeah, I just, I just now clicked over. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy bro like jose garcia says it depends who wants iq to la boston golden state good teams i think yeah like i said but you know it quickly is a, a vibes guy that just he just strikes me as a vibes guy he strikes me as a guy that he's going to be where he is happy you know what i'm saying i do agree with that you know what i'm saying and i think he's gonna be where his guys are obi's here 
Um, he's still he's still real cool with Obi, RJ, Grimes. I mean, I don't think Obi's gonna be here for too long. Jose Garcia, Jose Garcia. If you don't think Tibbs coached to win tonight, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, you don't know this coach by now. Nah, there's no way Tibbs didn't coach to win. You don't you don't know this coach by now. This coach is a psychopath, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm he's a, right he's, he's my favorite psychopath. But he's a psychopath. He 100% coached the win tonight. They just didn't. IQ and Tibbs' relationship really good. They get along. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's 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 hard finding a guy like IQ who can accept criticism, especially when you're yelling at him sometimes. The, the um, news on Randall is exactly the same as it was a week ago. Yeah, it was. It'll be, he'll be evaluated in two weeks. He'll be evaluated when that time comes, which is like the 14th of April. And you got something? Huh? Are you guys hoping that he gets reevaluated in another two weeks or you want him there for the playoffs? I want him there for the playoffs. Uh, are you, is that a serious question, Dre? Or are you just trying to stir up some shit? I just kind of want to see where you are with it. Well, he's, he better be there for the playoffs and he'll be. I 100, I 100%, I 100% want number 30 back for the playoffs. You're, you're, what's going on? 100%. The playoffs, you need guys that make tough shots. And this guy makes a ton of tough shots, and that's going to be necessary. Like it's a half court game in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, like, Toon, Toon and said, you got to you got to win one on ones. Toon says only way I let IQ goes for Brown. Hmm. Oh no, not even. I let RJ. Oh go wow. For Brown. Hmm. I'm greedy, bro. Like I don't. I want everybody, and I want to keep my guy. <laughs> I, mean, I I want a good player, but I want to keep my guys, yo. I know that's not realistic. You got to give up a good player to get a good player, but. <laughs> tips, tips I think I, I, give up, I give RJ, RJ for a Brown, but not quickly. Quickly is just a different type of player. I mean. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Jose says, get that bike ready for Randall on the sidelines. There's a lot of guys I'm giving up for Jalen Brown. That's a two-way player who is a star. That's an all-star. An all-star two-way player. And he probably, he might meet, he might, might make an all-NBA team this year. Right. Yeah, top 15 player in the, in the league. There's a lot you of know, guys on this team that I'm trading for Jalen Brown. You know what's funny about Jalen Brown? Brown? Included. I'm sorry, guys. I'll drive RJ to race his ass Boston. Especially... <laughs> <laughs> I think you want me. I got you. You want me to take you? Jay, Jay, guarantee Jay get you there faster. Oh my god! I got a story tonight. I got. I always got stories. Oh my god, Dre! Please come on, Dre. We had to talk. <laughs> Stay focused. Please stop. No, not even that. Just, just stop, man. Just stop. Go get you a little car and get you go on the racetrack or something. Just chill out. Jesus Christ! So Joy tried to get that for me one of my birthdays too. Well, you need to, because you need to get that at your system. Um. Anyway, Jose Garcia says exactly, Joe. Every, keep everyone. Let them grow as a team. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with that as well. But you know, everybody wants RJ going because that's going to solve the problem. So let's let's get RJ going and then let's figure it out because this. this Bro, the, the playoffs are going to determine whether or not we really want RJ. I think that's really what's going what's going to happen. I think regardless, RJ's going. He's going to be the number one player for the one call. He's going to be the number one player. What? No matter how good RJ plays in the playoffs, 
is going to be the number one player people want gone. They're not going to want Grimes gone. They're not going to want Quickly gone. Yo, you see what Grimes did the last game, though? Like, he just seemed like that. He getting better and better. Facts. Facts. I mean, it's... Don't. Well, we're going to talk about that later. (laughs) Why? I mean, talk about it now. Go ahead. Let's get it out of the way. Uh, I'm not going to leave with that, but I do got some things to say. Hmm. So, I guess I'll start with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh-oh. The Dallas Mavericks got to be discussed, man, because I believe it was Mark Cuban that said that you have to make the tough moves if you want to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Right, that was something he said after his trade to get Kyrie Irving. Tonight he followed that up with in the last few last probably week or so, he's followed that up with some borderline tanking, which has now turned into full blown tanking. I was gonna say, especially yeah. if you've seen tonight. Tonight was a travesty. It was disgusting. So you sit Kyrie Irving, right? In a game that you must win. Like, how do you do that? You got you got two top 15 guys on your team, bro. Two top 15 guys on your team. Probably two guys that are gonna be gonna be all NBA this year, right? You made the trade to get the other guy because you felt it was necessary for your team to make, to take the next step. And then you turn around tonight and you just don't play them and you play Luka Doncic. For the first quarter. Like, what is that? Is this AAU? Like, what the hell is that? Did is his mama coming to pick him up? Like and they, you, they you sit him for the like, rest of the game? Did he sit like him? you sit him? Why did you even play him at all? It's so blatant what's going on here. In the same way that the NBA took it upon themselves, right, to investigate the Knicks for tampering, right? To get a player that the Mavericks didn't want. Had the opportunity to resign them, didn't bother, right? They should be investigated for what they did tonight. Because Adam Silver implemented this playing thing, and basically, this was like the way that they were going to solve tanking. But obviously, nothing's been solved. Because the Dallas Mavericks, with two top 15 guys on their team tonight, decided that they didn't want to make the playoffs in a Western Conference that's been all over the place. So you're going to tell me that you don't have a puncher's chance at all in the playoffs against any of these teams with those two guys on your team? One of the guys supposedly, uh, uh, some people say the best player in the NBA, and you're not going to try to get in the playoffs. You're going to disregard the playoffs and say that they're looking to go in a different direction. Well, what direction are you looking to go in with those two guys on your team? Like, help me understand. Make it make sense. Like, I don't get it, bro. Second thing I need to address. Hold on. Second thing I need to address. I promise you I'll let you go, man. But these people that are out here um, suggesting that the Knicks, if they lose in the first round to the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, it's a failed season. Like, these people are hilarious to me because these are the same people who Laughed when the Knicks signed Jalen Brunson, right? Oh, they overpaid him. He's a backup point guard. These are the same people that were saying the Knicks were doing too much 
moving and willing and dealing to try to get a guy like that who's not even that good. These are all those same people, the same people that picked the Knicks to win on the 40 games, right? And now these same people who said all of that are trying to move the goalpost and say that, oh, the Knicks don't win in the first round against a team who, quite frankly, has been better than them all year. The Cavs have been better than them all year. In fact, I think the Cavs are the only team in the NBA who are top 10 in offense and defense. That's how good the Cavs are. But if the Knicks lose to that team, their season is a failure. When none of them even picked the Knicks to make the playoffs, they had the Knicks as, at, at, at the most, a playing team. But now the Knicks, if they don't beat that team, it's a failure to their season. And we know who these people are. The Stephen A's of the world, the Richard Jeffersons of the world. Yeah. So on and so forth. He's the one that's uh, what's the other? There's multiple people, and, and Max Kellerman. Actually, Max was the one who triggered this in me today. Like, Max kind of pissed me off, because Max is saying that it's a, it, it'll be a failure. He's supposed to do a show, I guess, in the morning and explain how. I won't be listening, because I don't care what he has to say. But, like, this ridiculous take, though, that the Knicks have to win this series, and if they don't win this series, the season is a failure. Like, that's just absurd, bro, for the same people who had the Knicks doing nothing yeah. this year. Like, so you can't have both. Like, make it make sense. My third and my final part of this rant. The people, the Quentin, the bench, Quentin Grimes high. Right? Because what's happening now since we last did a show is these people are now trying to walk back <laughs> what they're saying. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow it, bro. I'm not allowing it. Y'all will never live this down. Because, and the reason for that is, when you were saying that he should be benched, it wasn't like he was playing poorly. Like, you just wanted your favorite guy to start. Like, it's crazy. The next season turned around when Quentin Grimes got inserted into the starting lineup. Completely turned the whole season around. And these people now, because Josh Hart came here, right, because quickly started going berserk the last few months, now they just turned on Quentin Grimes. After giving him all the credit, all the adulation for helping turn things around, right? Solidifying the starting lineup. Those same people now wanted him out of the starting lineup when all he did was shoot 45% from the field, 36% from three, right? And guard the best player on the other team. And now they wanted him out of the starting lineup. And now that he's been going nuts the last two weeks, oh no, uh, we were wrong. We take it back. I'm not letting you take it back. I'm not taking no prisoners on this topic. If I capture you, I'm putting you on your knees and I'm blowing your brains out. Headshot, you're dead. Concrete to your ankles, bro. And I'm throwing you in the ocean to sleep with the fishes. Period. I'm not taking no prisoners on this topic. Y'all all sound ridiculous then and y'all sound ridiculous now. And that's the end of my rant. All right, yo. That was a good rant, brother. Listen, good rant, brother. They they deserve to hear that. They needed that. They needed that. They needed to the headshot and stuff like that. A little extreme, but they needed to hear that. <laughs> little extreme, but you know, what little I mean? extreme. <laughs> nah, man, I um, I'm, I'm definitely with you. Like, <clears throat> I mean, the Benj Grimes. You see me in the in the uh in the TFE group chat. People still don't get that it's a joke. They they still commenting today like, "Yo, like, what are you talking about? You bugging? <laughs> Just stupid." Um, um, 
first of all, shout out to the chat. Izzy in here. Uh, Jose still going as usual. Yeah, he told you to wish your, your bench grimes. <laughs> Piece of the buns to you, bro. He said, <laughs> he said Joe Dunham. That's what he said, Joe Dunham. Um, but yeah, with the, with the bench grimes have, like, it's like, don't tell me to bench someone because you like somebody else. Like Exactly. That's really what it came down to. Yeah, like, give me reasons why Quentin Grimes should not be starting. You know what I'm saying? And don't mention the guy you would rather him start over or start over him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that to me is like, you... Even in court, you can't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't make an <laughs> argument off of something else. You have to prove your point without... You gotta have empirical it. evidence, bro. Yes, yes. Like, tell me why this is... Yo, because he went to the store and he was with him last. Like, nah, bro. Like, give me evidence. <laughs> give me something that you saw. Like, give me something, evidence, that proves why this is going to happen or why this this person is this or that. These people just have a preconceived. They're just completely you know, emotional about it. That's yeah. it. Exactly what it is, bro. It's pure emotion. Oh, he missed the open three. He missed the open three. Bro, it's it's a second year guy who you're, you're expecting to go out there and take 15, 16, 20 shots next to Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle on every single night. How do you think he's gonna do that without working his way into the offense? Like that's that's it's common sense, man. Like it's common sense. Like did Jordan Poole come in playing like this? No, like it took him a while to get Absolutely there. not. It took him a few years. It took him a while to get there. Like you gotta build this. It's the same thing with quickly. It takes you a while to get there. Like you, you gotta build the trust. Like even now, like quickly is just not getting to the point where he's waving off Julius Randle when Julius Randle asks for the ball. Like it I love takes that. you a while to get to that point. Like it's a respect thing. Like you got to make them respect you, because now it's not that anyone can wave off Julius Randle. You got to make Julius Randle accept that. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that. It takes time. Like Quentin Grimes couldn't just come in there and be like, "Yo, I'm taking this shot." Because everybody, gonna Yo, be like, all right, you can see you get the shot, bugging. You know what I'm saying? And also, Cap, like his role is his role, bro. <laughs> Like, like, what do you want him to do with it? Like, he, I feel like he's done the most that he could do with his role. Exactly. He's he's one of he's one of thirty players in the NBA to shoot at least thirty eight percent from three, and average five attempts per game. One of thirty, Jose, and he's the only one on the Knicks. Jose said I had empirical evidence when I wanted Fournier out. <laughs> We all did. We all did. Yo, it was in, yo, it was it was evidence to everybody, bro. The whole league, everybody saw it. I still think Fournier had a good year last year, though. I stand by that. Because he he because he played. Um, let's let's be real. Like he wouldn't have played all those minutes on other teams, but there had to be a team for him to play those minutes on, and it was our team. He had a pretty good season. But there, you know, this this there's a good and bad to every player, so. Um, I'm not going shit on Fournier. Uh, even though tonight when Fournier was out there, it looked very, very shaky. Just like last. I game. mean, the last, the last two games. Every Yo, time last he game Fournier was out there. The last bro. game was bad. Was <laughs> last game was bad, bro. They put him out there. It was, and it was like, yo, 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 uh, yo uh, come, come, just come back. It was, 
it was not pretty last game, man. Tonight a little bit better, but yeah, I mean he had a he had a he had a play tonight where he just let Herb Jones run right past him. It was yeah, but he wasn't even gonna try. I know my nickname for him. What was it? Concrete feet. Concrete I- feet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, I agree with that. I agree with that. That they did win. They didn't win thirty-seven games though because of Fournier though. Like it was a lot of other stuff going on. Not having a point guard, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was that team was just was not constructed well. Like at think, least with the we hit uh, last year. So you think you think you think Fournier would look better with Jalen Brunson? I think everybody looked better with Jalen Brunson, but he still got. Nah, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not signing up for that. But what I'm saying is like. What I'm so the we here team, right? Like that team with all of with all of its flaws, that team was still built to play defense. You know what I mean? With even though I don't think Alfred Payton was a great defender, he still did have great size. He would he could switch on the guys and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh last year's team wasn't really built to play defense, and the offense wasn't what we hoped it would be either. So, like, this year's team, like, they do a little bit of both. The defense took a step back this year, especially after Mitch got hurt. But this year, this year team, this, this team scores a lot, though. Like, that team last year wasn't really designed to, to play offense or defense, which means you're not designed to win. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, last year, uh, this year, the first time we played Cleveland, the only time that Cleveland won, um, two things happen on both sides on their side they still have kevin love and kevin love just happened to fucking go ape shit that game he went um, nuts that game he went he went crazy um not only that on the flip side on our side grimes wasn't available that game nope um, and who played fournier it was fournier next to jalen brunson and you see you got to see why. And that was the that was my thing. I said, we signed Jalen Brunson. Grimes has to start. I don't care who. I don't care. I, I didn't need to see anything from Grimes. I didn't need to see him do what he's doing now. I didn't care about that offensively. All I cared about was Jalen Brunson needs to have someone who can handle the backcourt defensive responsibilities. That's all I cared about. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't need to see anything offensive from Grimes. That's why when all these people talking about oh Grimes this and shooting that, I don't, I don't get, I didn't, I didn't give a fuck about. It. I'm sorry, I didn't, because that's not what I was expecting from Grimes. We needed defensive intensity at the point of attack. That was it. We didn't have that at all last year. So yep. Grimes is the starting two. Everybody's like, whoa, why you want Grimes to starting two? That's why we needed someone to. Hey. And, and you know who else knew that? You know who else knew that? Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> exactly. And because, that's what I said before even came out. I said I know I know Grimes is starting. Yeah, all the rumors, all the rumors were out there that like if Grimes wasn't hurt in camp, like he, he was, was gonna be starting from the beginning of the season. The only reason he didn't was because he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. And it's and this is why I think there's a huge difference. You gotta now respect. Cleveland, don't think that we're going to walk in there and just... I think this is going <laughs> to be a battle. I think this is going to be a battle. This might be the best series in the first it's round. It's a four and five seed. It usually yeah, is that, a good one. You don't that, know. That, that, that team is... Yeah. That team is really good, bro. In the first round. I think 
in the in the league on on both conferences. I really believe that it might be the best series in the first. Yo, game. there's some there's a lot of interesting stuff going over on in the West though. And the only reason I say that is there's some teams that are like seated very low mm-hmm. that are gonna give those high seated teams a run for their money, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. the the Warriors, okay. the, the Lakers could be a problem for some teams. Like I don't. Yeah, so I, I agree that Cleveland and the Knicks might be the best series of, of all the series in the first round, but I'm also looking at some other series in that first round. You meant the East or you meant in the total in the whole I'm NBA? Talk, nah, I'm in, in the whole NBA. I'm yeah, talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking total too. And I think but the like reason I, why the Knicks would be the better story is because of the story. I think that's why I think it's the story. yeah, the that's true. Storyline like the Knicks versus very the true. So it's like I didn't even think about that. It's you the Donovan know, Mitchell storyline you know, is gonna it's all, gonna loom large. All they're going to talk about on the on the coverage, bro. That's all they're going to talk about. It's gonna be on the pregame, in the artwork, everything. Like they're gonna be going in Adobe Photoshop, going crazy about this. Donovan Mitchell should have been a Nick last year, and now he has revenge shit. They're gonna go insane with it. So that storyline followed up by the type of first of all. Like you said, top ten in the in offense and defense, Cleveland. They're a lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're a lot. Now, that is their record. That's that is that is uh versus the NBA. Now they're also, I think, twenty one and twenty six versus teams above five hundred. So they do defend well. They do their numbers are great in certain areas, but that doesn't mean that they necessarily won those games because of that you know what i'm saying um i do think that there are certain things that we do that kind of disrupts what they do best we do we yeah, can so, throw a lot of guys and, out there um defensively that can make it easy so, can, for guys like garland <clears throat> and donovan mm-hmm. go ahead nah 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 go ahead i just think i just think that we have now if you're not depending on rj too too much defensively you can throw a whole lot of guys out there. Um, you're not going to really have to worry about Coro so much or Lamar Stevens. See, I knew you were going to say that. and You have Karis LeVert there. I knew you were going to say that, bro, and I don't agree with you. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Go ahead, though. Well, Coro does shoot. Coro actually – Coro scares me a little bit. Yeah, because he, he's actually making, I think, above, like, 50% from – three in the second half of the season like, yeah like he's been he's been he's on doing, fire from been, three bro on fire from three but it's it's spot ups it's the spot ups and that's the thing about the playoffs that i do enjoy it's not a one game go in there after you just came off of playing the lakers like we can make a game plan for these guys we play them every game for at least four games so I'm looking to see how the adjustment is made there. I think we didn't really see a lot of adjustments last last time we were in the playoffs because you had a point guard who couldn't really shoot at all. And, and, a, and, a, and a small forward who couldn't dribble. Yeah, a small forward who couldn't dribble. Um, you, you didn't have, like you mentioned, you didn't have your starting center. Mitchell Robinson wasn't there. Um, so I think there's a lot. You can just throw Julius into... A double team and hey, make your other guys beat us. I'll take that. 
and they did it and they won yeah they're not a lot gonna, of people a lot can't. of people try to cast blame at like different people in that series that wasn't nobody's fault man that team just didn't have what it they took to win in the playoffs they just didn't have it it doesn't the only way we would have won that series is if guys like reggie bullock and rj barrett just started lighting shit up from three that's the only way we would have won and that was not realistic you know what i'm saying if we're being real just wasn't realistic so i think that this year it's a lot different you can't double julius randall every play you can't double i mean you can but yeah, yeah try <laughs> yeah there's some guys out there now right you can't double jalen brunson and same thing you can if you want you know what i mean um you got a lot of guys that can create off the dribble now the thing about rj is that he is your weakness from three but he can at least still put the ball on the floor and attack the basket now he's not a complete Reggie Bullock out there, you know. What I'm nah, saying? not at all. Not, not at all. If he doesn't have the three, he's not gonna just swing the ball out and then be a fucking like a dead spot on the floor. Bro, what I tell you, what I tell you, live rent free in my head. <laughs> what? Oh, that that that's travel. Yeah. Reggie Bullock, yo, oh, I, yo, dude, that was yeah. the worst. Yeah, that Reggie Bullock fast break, bro. Yo, he did the track. He jumped and then jumped. I was like, bro, what you yeah. doing? That shit oh live rent free in my head, bro. Oh, it, it, oh. Any Nick fan, any Nick fan who watched that series bro, knows exactly what up. I'm talking about, man. I swear I to you, up. when I saw that happen, I immediately was like, had a flashback to me playing like park at the park and looking at someone making that decision. Like, <laughs> how the hell would you make that decision? I mean, like you are an NBA player, my G. He ain't built for like the real heat. He he built to be like the guy in the back. That's all he ever wanted to do and be. Bro, it was so painful. And then to lose that game, and then to have Trey Young stomping around like he was, bro. I I, I don't. Anyway, bro, I <laughs> Trey Young stomping around <laughs> and bowing and shit. I, bro, I bro, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good love, too, bro. I would love to see that team this year in the, in the first round. But that's not the cards with them. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't. I don't want to see them in the first round. That because if we see them now, that means we seeing them in the play. And I don't want to be a playing team. I like where we at. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. So, you know, um, I don't know. Like, <sighs> we we pretty much breeze past the game. Like this game was a meaningless game. Yeah, because I don't. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, what are we talking about? Like, I don't really, there's nothing much to talk about the game. Um, Grimes, 5 for 11 from the field, 4 9 from 3. Uh, he didn't take a free throw. Um, <clears throat> two rebounds, two assists, three turnovers, uh, 14 points. Um, Hardenstein, beautiful assist tonight. He was, boy, that boy can pass the rock. Yo, like, did you hear what he said in the, um, I don't remember who, who it was what game it was after? It might have been after the Cleveland game. He said, uh, "I'm one of the best passing bigs in the NBA." He said, "I know I am." Excuse me? Wow. I mean, See what I'm saying? But, when you talk can, like that, you know, like you for real, you dead but, serious. But, going after but in all seriousness, like look around the league, right? Not like, bigs that could pass. Right. Yeah, I don't think that that's like something crazy. He said he's what? He said he's one of the, the best, best passing bigs oh, in the I'm NBA. One of the okay. I'm yeah, with that. I'm with that because we know who the best one is. But he's definitely one of the best. You talking about joking? Yeah, absolutely. We know that. Um, but <clears throat> some of the passes he makes are Jokic esque. Um, just look, just look at him here, man. 
like the way he can you know what i mean like he just the dribble handoffs the right screens um he he literally runs the offense like you know what i mean like he's setting everybody up that's what he does yeah and shout out to shout out to uh i don't and he never makes adjustment tips for for believing in him, man, and putting the ball in his hand. Look at his pass. That yeah, he has no window at all on that pass, bro. Right. Look, let's look at it again. He was like, this there's no window. There's no window at all on that pass. Pause it again. Keep keep pausing it. He was like, oh yeah, look at the foot, bro. And the pass he made to RJ was even crazier. The pass he made to RJ with that pass to I hope it's the next one. Good give and go. Is this the pass to RJ? Bro. Hold on. This was insane. This was insane. First of all, the dribble handoff with the screen. Boom. Give him some body. RJ. First of all, he knows RJ's cutting. Just just let it go. Bro, where's the ball? That is silly, bro. <laughs> now Yo, play it, play it. Let me see hold it. On, hold on, watch my man right here. Watch. It. Can you see the the mouse person? I see it. Yeah. I see it. Watch my man right here. Dribble. Ah! <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> the other way. Go bro. that way, bro. The pass was silly. That pa- look drop. And he had somebody on him. Oh my god. My man said, wait, where'd the ball go? Dropped it right there. Hey, like, Hardenstein is on, I don't know. He's, look at this, look at this. Like, come on, like, it's. This is our bench guy we got in the playoffs? Who does Cleveland got coming off their bench doing this? This is what I'm saying, y'all, like. <laughs> This is, and so, I'm not saying because this is the reason why we're going to win. I'm just saying there is a constant attack. No yeah, it's more weapons. It's more weapons, bro. There's more weapons. Now, they might have the better top two guys at this position, or that they might have the two best defense. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley going to have to play every damn minute. Every minute. Every minute in order for them to win that series. And they might be, they might be able to play every minute but you better find a way to keep them on the floor every single minute because if you're allowing us to attack the basket and hit threes it's over it might not go seven it might not go six if you're going to let us oh man no and i'm not i'm serious if they can't stop us on the inside and i'm and i'm i'm giving you a real fact i'm not just predicting something no no you're not you're not it's just if you're allowing us to get to the basket which is our strength. And then you're allowing us to hit threes. You pretty much are, you're just giving us the game. See, but that's what scares me though, because those are the two things that they, they that don't allow. Well, <laughs> no, but those no. are the two things that they literally don't allow. I can't, versus the league. Versus the league. And this is what I'm saying. These, those are their numbers versus the league. Versus us. It's it hasn't been easy for them to 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 that's true those numbers that's you know true I mean? um and like I said I, now they I guess game plan against us the same way we have a chance to game plan against them I guess my Knicks PTSD yes just that's, doesn't that's, allow me to like 
I think that we absolutely have a chance to win this series. Facts. If you, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't pick us though. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Why would you? Pick yeah, them? I mean, there's, there's, there's no reason to pick us, and it's not because we're the lower seed. It's just because. It's just because this this team is like I said, they've been better than us all year. They're the only team I believe that's top ten in offense and defense. Like they are difficult, bro. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like there's also ways that they could be exploited. You know, they're small in the backcourt. Donovan is not very good defensively at all. Like there's ways that they could be beat. You know, and the Knicks definitely have a chance. But I just Jalen's not good defensively. Uh He's not I as think, bad as Donovan. He's not as honestly, bad. yeah, I think Jalen is a better defender than Donovan Mitchell. I really do. Because the thing is, is that I see way too many. At least, times at least Jalen tries to get in the way. Yeah, Donovan will literally get out of the way. I've li- literally seen him get out of the way, and I feel like there's been plenty of times where I see Donovan go off, and then he does things, and I'm like, if he was on my team, I would have lost my fucking mind just now. And it's usually on the defensive end. It's usually yeah. on the defensive end, and and that that bothers me. That that definitely bothers me. But you know what's really frustrating about him, though, like when you talk about defensively, like he, when you, I look at him at least, and I feel like this guy could be better defensively than what he is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, a, like a, what's the absolutely. what's the point of you having a, a six ten wingspan and? being that strong and athletic if yeah like if you're not if you're not gonna like like i just feel like when you have those physical attributes like you should at least be like pesky defensively yo hold on how tall is he he's six one six two with sneakers yeah all right so this is no bullshit i have a six nine wingspan so to think about someone shorter than me with a longer wingspan is absolutely crazy. Bro, he's a freak. They call him Spider because of his wingspan. Like, that's where the nickname came from. Well, I mean, he wish, I wish he would use it for defense, but, you know. It's funny. I mean, I, I, hope he, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't use it for defense. Not this series. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Not this series. Hopefully I hope he doesn't use it for defense. Jalen Brunson gives him enough PTSD from last year. Um, and, by the way, you saw what I tweeted that was the moment where Mark Cuban said, yeah, we fucked up. That was the moment Mark Cuban said what? We fucked up. Nah, so Cap, Cap tweeted out the video of Jalen going off against Utah last year in the First postseason. <clears throat> and he said, you know, this is when Mark Cuban realized he messed up. And it's just like <sighs> mid-level exception money. You had every is what the guy is what the guy was asking for. You had every yo, that, it was like fifty four million or something, right? And you didn't get it done. And now you're mad. <laughs> so because you're That's mad, I did not, and you're throwing the chat. I was like, these GMs is stupid. Yep. Yeah, like you're mad now, so you're throwing a billionaire tantrum, and. What your tantrum looks like is I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit all my. I'm gonna sit all my players, and not make the playoffs. <laughs> I think that's corny because it's like first it's of all, super corny, bro. You're, you're tanking. You're you're doing this whole rollout of now. You're you're showing press guys 
text messages of conversations that you had with, with Brunson's team. I think it's just real corny. Now you're talking about now. The, that, the text dad, messages that, are wild, bro. That's wild. That's very filthy. That's filthy behavior. That's very filthy behavior. Especially when we've already been, didn't we already get our penalty for that? Yeah. Okay. So shout out to you for burning. And I hope that this is the case, yo. I hope that he officially burnt his franchise down to the ground. Yeah. Because I don't want to do business with the guy if he's leaking shit. Yeah. Clearly, yeah, I mean, that's that, that's a clear agreement that Kyrie not playing tonight was a clear agree agreement between the front office and Kyrie saying, I'm not coming back. We know what the deal is. We're not gonna think so. Him. Absolutely, he's not going back. He's not going back. <laughs> wow, he's out of there. Is that a hot take? <laughs> no, that's it's damn near widely known, bro. He's not going back. If this, if it's a hot take, I will proudly stand on that island. Nah, I don't think it's a hot take though, because I've heard multiple people say that. I, yeah, I, I feel like it's like general that everybody believes that he just ain't, he he never wanted to be in Dallas. And you saw how how unhappy Luca was there. He's gone, bro. He's gone. He's out of there. It's not gonna work. So I I I can't wait to watch it all burn down. It's to me, I think it's corny because it's clear what they're trying to do to me. What not to me. Personally, but to me, I it's yeah, I know to you yeah, how you see it. They I think they're trying to take their chance at listen, all right, fuck it. We're gonna try to get into this plan and we might not get in. We're gonna win this one game, get into the play in, and then lose our chances at having the top whatever pick and then lose. Nah, let's just take our losses right now. So what, the only problem oh, I have with that, bro, bro, is just they're gonna take their chances of trying to get this Victor Webb and Yamadou at, at number. They one. have a they have a one and a one point eight percent chance and of I that happening. I will not be surprised if Mark Cuban, out of all of the guys in the league, finds a way to make that happen. Wouldn't be it's surprised. not happening, Cap, bro, Cap. I wouldn't be surprised, Cap. It's it's not happening, Cap. Bro, I've seen it ain't it. happening, Captain. I. <laughs> I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying it wouldn't be surprised. It's, it's never happened before, and, and it's it, it ain't gonna happen this year, bro. Chances are chances for a reason, bro. It's still a chance. So I'm not saying I, I, that. All I'm saying to me is I think it's petty. They're just being petty. I think it's also we already lost Jalen Brunson to you. We're not gonna lose our first round lottery pick to you. Also, I think that's absolutely what they're dealing with. If you're already rolling out this Jalen Brunson shit for no reason, you went the whole season without saying I think it. they should lose the pick, bro. You know what I'm saying? But that's... that's but they get to review it, right? The, it's not my it. decision. It's not my decision. But, like, it, what took place tonight was so bad. Like, if you took... Let's say that they said Luca was hurt, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that'll be one thing. Like, they actually played him 13 minutes tonight. Which was stupid. Why? Why? But and bro, you want to hear something crazy? Let me tell you how bad this shit was tonight. Cause I looked at the game. I just kind of looked at the box score. With eight minutes left in the game. With eight minutes and eighteen seconds left in the fourth quarter, I looked at the box score, and Luca played thirteen minutes, and he still led the team in scoring. With eight minutes left. 
in the fourth quarter. Luca, who only played 13 minutes, led the team in scoring. Yo, Luke, yo, I'm telling you, Cuban came in that locker room before the game, like, yo, 20 million to anybody in here who scores below 10 points tonight. And I guarantee you that each one of them took that offer. And was like, yo, I'm good. Yo, we're gonna lose this for you, Mark. Yeah, don't don't say that, bro. Hey, yeah, you, you wanna know you wanna know Mark, what else is crazy? Does Mark sound like a guy that wouldn't do some shit like that though? He doesn't. But you wanna know what else is crazy though? When I checked that game with eight minutes left, they were up by six, bro. <laughs> you wanna know why they were up by six though? Because the Bulls wasn't running nobody out there either. The Bulls already locked down their spot. Yeah, they was like, fuck it, like just run whoever. That's crazy, bro. Oh my god. What was, the, Wild, what, was the rule, what was the rule for Dallas with the picks? Would they say if they finish below 11 or, or, or if we get the pick, if they what, what was the stipulation with that pick? It's if, a top 10 protected pick. Yeah. So if it became a top 10 pick, we wouldn't have got it. And that's what happened. He be, it became it. Well, it, 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 it didn't become it, that. They still got it. Gotta, the ping pong ball still got to happen. Just to chance. be clear. It's a lot. Yeah. So there's still a chance. So, so if there's, Dallas got a top 10 pick, we would have got it. No, no, it's 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 they their pick. The top 10 if it pick, falls, yeah. if it falls outside of the top ten, the pick conveys to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to lose so that they not, so that they explain that. They part wanted, there. they wanted their chances to be as great as possible, that they didn't land outside of the top ten. That's really what it comes down to. Because if they um, did, the Knicks would have got the pick. Yeah, because they they, but again, it's still. The, the 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 lottery still has to happen, mm-hmm. and they could have went through all of this energy, and who knows? Maybe they still drop, and the Knicks get the eleventh pick in the draft. Like that's still a possibility because you still got to go through the still got to go through the process. But they increase their chances of it not landing outside of the top ten by losing these games. I hope the NBA reviews this, man. I'm tired of this shit happening. I, yo, bro, it, it, it's so bad to play the guy one quarter, yo. It's bad. It's so obvious as to what's going on. If you wanted to say the guy right? had a, they're not in the play in. They're going home. No, they're 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 eliminated after tonight. I mean, it's it's not beautiful for us because we don't get the pick because we don't have a pick this year. But whatever. we might not get the pick. We might not get the pick. Yeah, yeah stop saying we're not gonna get it, bro. We might not get it. The chances of us getting it are slimmer. I saw this video, man. I wanted to send it to y'all. Sometimes I go through shit so fast. I mean to send it to y'all in the chat, and they were saying like that's what the, the Dallas get for for having so many players from the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, um, ain't it was, hilarious? Like, imagine Mark Cuban. Like, oh no, it was it was the dude that it was the dude got that got big. It was the dude that got big, and he was doing a drink. What's the guy? The dude with the big beard. Uh, CP. Yeah. It was him and the other dude. I, they did the split screen. But like, yo, you got Theo Pinson. Yeah, got yeah. He, he, talk, he talked about, how, you know, he talk, basically talked about how, like, yo, imagine just looking Knicks. down the bench and you just like, yeah. you got like Theo, Theo Pinson and Bullock and, and uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Like yeah. all these, all these, all these uh, former Knicks that didn't and work out. And, and, and Pudge saying that Luca going to go to New York. It's so crazy how, like, between... I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, uh, yeah. That's I have mixed, um, I have mixed no, no, feelings. Of, I have mixed like feelings it. about it. The reason why I would like it, not that it, it's going to happen, but that means RJ's out because <laughs> that that would be the position he'd be taking, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. We have fucking RJ. It's... But they're not giving up that for the fucking RJ. It ain't happening. Nah. First of all, they're not dealing with us no more. Like, that's... We can... We can... That ship has sailed. Like, us in, in Dallas, this is after this Brunson shit, like, as long as Mark Cuban is involved, he doesn't want nothing to do with New York. Like, and that's just how it is. Especially because of how Jalen Brunson is playing right now, he doesn't want anything to do with New York at all. So I, I can absolutely see if New York, if, if Luca ever tries to go to New York, he would have to be an unrestricted free agent and would not talk to Dallas at all. But I don't see, I don't see Mark Cuban letting it happen. I don't, I don't, I, it's that Mark Cuban would do everything he can to make sure that Luka Doncic will be a Dallas Maverick for as long as Dirk Nowitzki was a Dallas Maverick. That's what he's going to try to fight for. But yo, so let's talk about that for a little while. I think he will. I agree, but like Mm -hmm. the question is like, how does he go about it? Because they're kind of like not in a good place. Mm -hmm. Like unless something crazy happens, right? In this lottery where where they strike gold. Like they don't really have they can't really trade the pick, right? Because the picks technically it's our pick. Technically. You know what I mean? So they can't move that pick. And I think that so it's this year, next year. And then after next year, after next year, right? Is it after next year? It it turns into uh a second round. Two sec- to, to second rounders. Yeah. So yeah, like they're, and I think they gave up other picks to the Nets. So I don't think they have a first round pick until like 2027 or something. So I don't know, bro. I don't see how do they get better. You know what I mean? Like right. how does he improve the team to the degree that Luke is like, okay, I want to stay here. Hmm. That's a great question. I mean. I mean, everyone points to the picture. I, if you go on Twitter and you put, <laughs> I don't know what you got to put in. There's a bunch of pictures um, that pop up when you talk about Luka Doncic in New York. One of them is Luka Doncic when he's a kid wearing the Carmelo Anthony yeah, shirt, shirt. And it's like, everybody's like, oh yeah, he's going to be a Nick. He's, go- he's coming to New York. I'm like, people can't like Melo? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why people just can't like Yeah, I, I don't know why people see that shirt and like, yeah, I don't know how that's <laughs> the, that Talk about reaching. Yeah, reaching. Yeah, that's like, a reach. Bro. <laughs> bro. Like, it was like even, I mean, Porzingis had a mellow jersey, didn't he? I know he had a Knicks jersey. I don't know if it was mellow. I feel like it was a mellow jersey, bro. It probably was. Who else would he have had for Knicks? Knicks was trash for so long. Like there was nobody else. He no other jersey he would have had. Stat? Nah. It definitely was, it had to be Melo. I think he had a Melo jersey as well too when he was coming up. Jose Garcia, you are preaching to the choir, my brother. Because I'm not a big Luca guy. Um, I think he's, I think he's amazing. Let me just put that first and foremost. He's, he's a t- like super he's talented. super talented. Yeah, he is ridiculous. But he's like a big baby, but he's super talented. But like the style of play, the lack of defense. I don't know. It makes me a little nervous. Like, does he come here and like just take free reign over the offense and like shoot ten 
15 step back threes a night. Yep. Can like, I tell you? Like, yeah, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel like, I feel like if for us to get where we hope to get at some point in the near future, before we leave this place, I'm not sure if that style of play is what gets us there. I, I think what I think about when I see Luca, I was I was thinking about this the other day when I was watching him play. Combined with what you said to him being a baby, I think that I think that he's got a small window before he falls off. I think that he's that might be the, with, that could I be true too struggle, because yeah, he's gonna struggle with weight problems. Uh, I, he was never fast, <clears throat> and I just think that's incredible because him and James Harden have that thing. James Harden was never fast either, but he's nice. You know how like if they just got it, like they got that it factor. But I think he may struggle with weight problems. I'm not sure. I mean, shit. Let's look at Jokic, Jokic though. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he might win. Jokic is another one. He just got. He like got it. But but well, Jokic might, is like super. He's seven feet, ain't he? What, what is he? Yeah, but he's been super durable. Like Luca hasn't been nearly as durable as Jokic. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think his stamina or speed will determine that. I think his his health will determine that because like. But that's what I'm talking about. Well, you talking yeah. about Jokic? Or you talking about Luca? Luka I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Luca because because if you're looking at Jokic, like he's he's not fast or you know what I mean like blowing past anybody either. You know what I'm saying? But he just has that it factor. You know what I'm saying? Like he just has it where you know what I mean. And and not only he does he have the it factor, he's he's pretty healthy for a, a seven foot guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's which is rare. You know what I'm saying? Um. So I think it's it's a I think he's a bigger Luca if you really look at it. <laughs> a lot of yeah. the stuff that he does, he's kind of crazy. Jose Garcia is killing me, bro. Um, this is a great question. <laughs> this is a great question. I'm not I'm not entertaining this. Bro. Nah, bro. Now that ass. Let, we need to fight. Fournier or Luca? Uh, I, I got Luca in a foot race, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Fournier. Fournier can run like a straight line run. He can run. It's his lateral movement. That's the issue with Fournier. Yeah, you're right. And Luke is kind of a kind of a chubby dude. Yeah, like Fournier can he can put he can put the burners on. I've seen Fournier like really put you know the burners on. It's just no, you didn't getting him from both. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Listen, nah, it's getting him to go from one point to the next is is the, is the scary part with, <laughs> with Evan. It's like getting him to stop and change direction because it's like he has to chop his feet to stop and then run because he can't, he doesn't have. He definitely he can't has, change. He can't change direction. Directions. No. no. That boy, he, no. in a foot race, I probably still give it to Luca because I'm just trying to think of Evan Fournier's feet, bro. They look heavy. <laughs> No, Yo, Ho- Jose Garcia early. Yeah, earlier Jose Garcia said Luca uh, and Fournier work for the same cement company. we gotta we gotta get some merch. We are gonna get some merch going, <laughs> and uh, we gotta get we gotta get Jose some merch, bro. Because <laughs> yeah, we be super, we be super unique if we have. If we have shirts that criticize our like our worst players, like we would have like <laughs> nobody else do that. Yo, no, nah, we gotta have a picture of we gotta get the Fournier one with the cement blocks on his feet. That would be fire. I think that would be real fire. <laughs> the cement block Fournier shirt. Yo, we gotta yo, yo, if I did it, yo, I think I'm gonna work on that. Evan Fournier with the on. concrete feet. With the concrete feet. 
a block blocks on his shoe for shoes yo that's it that's it that's it um but listen <clears throat> i don't got nothing else that's pretty much it like yeah I, i'm good we weren't even here <laughs> we honestly weren't here for the game we clinched clearly our we, uh, we here because joe wanted to talk about dallas no 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 it's not have nothing to do with me Cap, nah. before i even before cap even knew that he hit me up I, I, no nah, i wanted to make sure everybody got you know we want we had to get a show out we didn't get the show out for last show nobody was available it happens guys like you know what i'm saying what i do want to make sure we do is try to get at least one uh weekend show because uh we can get almost everyone on on sundays um usually dre is available i didn't even know dre's gonna be here tonight now so shout out to shout out to you Drew. it was a late game yeah I'm it wasn't it started a little it's it's weird it started 30 minutes later and it just made it feel like a late game you know what i'm saying like usually the game starts at 7 30 and it started at 8 today and then it was like damn this is a game you know what i'm saying like it kind of felt late i left work a little early today too you're supposed to be easter huh. easter easter weekend okay okay so i mean if any you know of us are available on easter sunday you know because we're avid church goers and we're at every church service and we would definitely be there on Easter Sunday. Um, uh, I was about to say, Joe, you going to church? <laughs> you going to church on Sunday, Joe? <laughs> Joe's uh, ready? No, no comment. <laughs> you got the shirt ready? You got your, your suit? New socks? He got no the shirt laid out on the end of the bed already. No comment. <laughs> Sunday. Yo, you, you, you guys. Hey, you guys. It's crazy. Hey, you, you guys are going to a very dark place right now with this. Remember we used to have them, what they call them joints? We used to fold it into like, into crosses. The palm? Look like the little bamboo. Yeah, the palm. The palm. Like, yeah, palm. Yeah, palm yeah we used to fold them into crosses and all that. Yeah, we yeah. yo, it's crazy, yo. Moms, moms made sure we was in church. Uh, shout out to moms, you know what I mean? I had a new suit every you know I mean? Easter. Shout out to moms, man. Uh, we don't <clears throat> we don't attend church as often as we should nowadays, but shout out to moms for keeping us there when yeah, we was younger, keeping keeping us out of the streets. You know what I'm saying? Word, word. Joe is short for Joe Hova. Says Joe <laughs> 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 I could, I it could says, assure you, it isn't. God is <laughs> Jose says, says Joe, Joe is short for Joe Hover. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. But listen, man. Um, Sunday is the last game of the season. We play the Indiana Pacers. I don't expect to see Mitch, the same guys we didn't see tonight. Um, I hope we don't see RJ, but I kind of do want RJ to be out there shooting as many bricks as he can until playoff come. He needs to get all these shots out. I don't want him resting and then getting in the rhythm. I just need him for the last game and in the last week going into the playoffs. Just, I just, you could, all the other stuff is second nature to you. Stay in that. I, I just hope that he. I just hope he makes a three before the season ends. <laughs> That's all I hope. He'll, he'll make three before the season ends. He'll make one. I'll give him one. And I, I can't say he'll make more than one. So uh, Sunday we play the Indiana Pacers. Um, it'll be more of uh, uh, the the Quan Jeffries of the world. I'm assuming, um, and the Trevor Killses and and and, and those guys. I, 
Bro, I hope so. I, I would, except for RJ, because I think that he needs to be out there. I would bubble wrap everybody, bro. Everybody else needs to be bubble like, wrap. I would play 48 I mean, minutes. Nothing, to, not for nothing, we don't want to see RJ get hurt either. So, like, we don't, but I, I feel like he, he, he's got to see a shot go in, bro. Yeah, he needs it. He like, and I, if we, I would gladly take 48 minutes of Jericho Sims, Daquan Jeffries, Trevor Keels. Deuce mm-hmm. McBride and I don't know Evan Fournier or somebody, <laughs> whoever, man. Yeah, we, I don't want to see quickly Grimes, um, Ob, Ob, Ob. I have a feeling. Ob, I have a feeling we're going to though, bro. I really do. We we, we are. Ob and RJ can play. I mean, he can't sit everybody. So. Coach is a psychopath, bro. You know what? I you know what? I see them playing and starting, but then he's gonna end up playing a lot of the backup guys. I, if he does that, I would be I would be so happy if he does That'd that. That'd be exciting. I don't care if we win this last game. Like I said, these these don't matter. Like, I, I don't need to see 31 minutes of quickly on no, Sunday. I, I better not. Fournier and D-Rose. It'd be nice to see D-Rose get out there, but at this point, D-Rose hasn't played in so long, I'm scared every time he touches the floor. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know he stay on that bike, though. He loose, bro. He loose. He loose. I, I swear, like, D-Rose is just literally staying loose his whole career at this point. He's just like, yeah, I'll just be loose and ready to run whenever y'all want me to. He's not even mad, bro. He'd be out there smiling and dapping everybody up. I'm like, yo, son, I'd love to be D-Rose right now. But um, <clears throat> he's a fact he's washed. Yeah, it's pretty much I'm scared, bro. I'm scared. I don't, I'm not going to say he's washed, bro. The only reason is I wouldn't be surprised. Right, if he went somewhere else and contributed, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, and I also wouldn't be surprised if he went somewhere else and they sat him because he needs to be. He's rushed. Yeah. (laughs) So So it could go either way. I think he's at the Taj point. I think he's reached the Taj point where he's like, "All right, I'm just here for the locker room." Um, and that's cool. That's cool. Um, I I I hope, uh, like Push said, D Rose helped us get here. Um, I'm. I hope that D Rose. Rose helped us get here. I mean, yeah. I mean, this the trade for D Rose started what we became. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I, I do credit D Rose for helping us 100%. get here today. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out. And to we would have won more than 37 games last year if he wasn't hurt. If he would, yeah, he did miss like half the year without without a doubt. Um, but yeah, man. Whoever we see on Sunday. Let's just finish the season. Let's it's as long as it's not sloppy. I don't care if it's sloppy if you got the end of the bench guys who never play playing. So uh we will see you guys Sunday. Um to end it off. And um then we'll be watching some playing games and be happy to not be a part of that this year. Damn, bro. We won't be in the damn playing. We a playoff team for real, for real, man. That feels good. It feels good. Uh, shout out to you, Pudge. Uh, shout out to you, Kareem. <clears throat> and of course, Jose. Shout out to you, Jose. My man, <laughs> Acme Cement from Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Dre, you got to work on that. You got to work yeah, on I that. Yeah, I want to try that shit. <laughs> you got to work on that, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. And as we always say, until next time, peace. Peace, love, and orange and blue light. That's it.